What's up, guys? You're listening to Confessions of a Gym Rat, getting you through the 9 to 5 as healthily and happily as possible. I can already tell that this is going to be an absolutely cracked out episode, and that is because I have consumed more caffeine than I do on a normal basis, and I'm feeling it, Mr. Krabs. Thank you. Uh, No, I've told you guys, though, I have said many times on this podcast, you know, I am not an energy drink condoner. I don't recommend taking like drinking an energy drink a day. I don't think it's healthy. I personally really only drink a uh, a cup of coffee for my stimulant. And sometimes I'll have an energy drink if like I really need it. You know, like I'm not going to sit here and be like, I never have it. I'm, I'm not perfect, but I don't really condone it. Anyway, I've been having this problem. I would say for the past year and a half or so, like definitely a while now where when I drive for long distances, like if I'm just going straight, like if I'm on the turnpike or the parkway and there's no stopping, it's just driving straight, I get so freaking tired. And I don't know what it is. Like I really try and get a restful sleep during the week, but I guess my sleep is just not that restful or I'm not continuously getting eight hours. I don't know. I tried like Googling it and I got like the only thing that Google told me was sleep apnea, which I thought sleep apnea was just like a snoring type of thing, but apparently it's not limited to that. It's just not getting like a restful sleep. And one of the symptoms is drowsiness throughout the day or like getting a quote full nights of sleep and waking up still tired, which I'm like, yep, that checks the box. Thank you. Um, So I don't really know what my deal is, but I have to fix it. Uh, The point is I drove home today, right right before this from Hoboken. And like not that far into my drive, I noticed I'm starting to like nod off. And I'm like, well, this is not safe. Like it genuinely scares me when that starts to happen. So I pull over. I like roll down the window, caught a, caught a, fresh breath of air and was like, all right, pull it together. Like, let's get the blood flow moving. Let's get the brain up. And then I stopped when I got to the first Wawa and picked up, let me grab it, an Alani New energy drink, which honestly, I've told you guys, like I keep a pack of 3D because 3D sent me uh, stuff. Take a sip of that because it was in my hands. Um, for those purposes, I just wasn't thinking about it today and didn't think that driving home at three o'clock was going to be a problem, but apparently it was. So I grabbed the Alani New because I desperately needed a intense sort of caffeine source of caffeine, and here I am. We're great. I really, in the winter months, need to just keep an energy drink in my car at all times. So if I start to feel it, like, boom, immediate solution. Um, I will say, uh, let me repeat, I do not, I, I, I do not condone the regular consumption of energy drinks, okay? Let's get that in big, bold letters. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the Alani New stuff doesn't taste good because it does. And their packaging is really cute and they know what they're doing over there because I look at it and I'm like, God, boy, doesn't that look appetizing, but I know that it's full of garbage and it's not good for my anxiety. I 
know that my heart is going to be racing today. After I record this, I'm going to need to do, I, I don't know, like I might have to like run or something. Actually, I can't run right now. I'm so sore. I'm going to need to do some sort of physical activity. It's a rest day though for me to get this out of my system or I will probably have a panic attack. Let's take a look actually because I want I want to make this point to you guys on what the ingredients are. Um, first of all, one can is 10 calories and 200 milligrams of caffeine. 200 milligrams of caffeine it will have me on my butt. And for you, you're probably like, oh, that's nothing. Like I have way more than 200 milligrams in a day. Bad. That's recognize that that's a problem. Okay. Anyway, ingredients. Carbonated water is the first ingredient. Okay, not bad. Citric acid, taurine, ethritol, sodium citrate, natural flavor, malic acid, vegetable juice for color, L-theanine, caffeine, sucralose. <clears throat> sucralose fucks me up. Great, my stomach's probably gonna be fucked too. Asulfame, potassium, Panax ginseng root extract, Potassium sorbate, sodium benzoate, L-carnitine, tartrate, niacinamide. Oh, vitamin B3. You know what? I'm taking niacinamide for my acne. Um, and the, fir I, the first thing that I thought of was my cream, not the pill. So I just, I was like, what? But we're good. Okay, let's keep going. Gum acacia, inositol. Glucuron, see, I can't even, glucuronolactone, sodium chloride, chloride can't be good, decalcium pantothenate, guarana seed extract, pyroxidine hydrochloride, biotin, and cyan cyanocobalamin, something like that, vitamin B12. Um, so that's what I mean. You got to look at the ingredients and be like, hmm, should I have an energy drink that has all of those ingredients in it? Or should I have a cup of coffee with oat milk and sugar? And that is three ingredients. You know what I mean? Some of this stuff isn't too terrible for you, but it's just like, I, I try not to eat too many things with things I can't pronounce, like, or that I'm like, what the hell even is that? Like, what is potassium sorbate? And malic acid. At least there's no like high fructose corn syrup or anything in here, you know. Mm. Splash on my face. But I'm drinking it because I got to stay up. Um, kind of building off of that though. I'm sad I wasted an outfit in public today. So I'm wearing it for you guys. Today was SantaCon in Hoboken. And I don't really go out too much in New Jersey because... I just don't find it to be that fun anymore. I'm not going to lie. I had a blast in college and now I'm like over it. Um, my friends told me we are going out no later than 10 a.m. I'm serious. Be at my house at nine o'clock. We are leaving at 10. Otherwise, we're going to be stuck on lines. I'm like, you got it. So I get my ass up at 6.45 this morning. I do my hair. I do my makeup. I look really pretty. I get to my friend's house at 8.30 and we're supposed to head over at 9 to our other friend's house. It's like 10 o'clock and we're not there yet. I'm like, okay, whatever. We finally get to the guy's house and I'm like, 
It's like 10.45. So I'm like, we're leaving at 11, right? And they're like, nah, nah, chill. Long story short, I'm being annoying going, can we leave? Can we leave? Can we leave? Can we leave? For like an hour and a half. And they're telling me no. We finally leave and all the bars have like a two and a half hour line. By the time that they finally like picked a line that was moving and they were going to get into, I was like, you know what? It's a beautiful day outside. I'm just kind of over it. My goal was to kind of be wrapping up around 3 p.m. and getting home because I do have to personal train tomorrow. And that just wasn't wasn't it happening. So now I'm here and I'm wearing my outfit for you guys if you follow on YouTube because I looked like a very cute Santa and nobody saw it except for the people on the street. And I hope they liked it. Okay. So that's that. But now here we are. What was I going to build off of this? I Something just came to my mind. Oh, duh. I have broken into the vlogging game. Okay. It... I've been putting up my podcasts on YouTube and I've been doing like try on hauls for new Petula launches and stuff throughout the year. But I've kind of been stuck on like, okay, what can I consistently put out on YouTube? Because YouTube's a great place to monetize and it's just fun. Like I like taking videos and editing them, but I feel weird vlogging around my house. My brother judges me. I know he does. And I honestly really don't do anything worth vlogging here. I work and then at night I play Candy Crush and I'll I'll die before I video myself playing Candy Crush and put it on YouTube um but I got inspired by the video that Bradley Martin posted that I was in I don't really watch YouTube like I don't really go on YouTube I knew that Brad was big on YouTube but I I hand up I've never watched his YouTube videos But I did watch clips of this one because I knew I was in it. And I was like, oh, why don't I start doing stuff like that? Like, I have such funny conversations and interactions at Kingdom. I spend so much time there. I should just start vlogging, like, my life at Kingdom, like, stuff that goes on. So I've been doing that. I have two out. I'm going to be putting out another one this week. But I don't know. People like them. I'm going to pat myself on the back because I got over a 1,000 views on one, which I know is not a great accomplishment, but for me it is. But yeah, I just wanted to shout that out. So I don't know if you like listening to me talk on here, you might like seeing me actually interact with other humans and not just talk to myself because I promise that I do interact with people. It's just, <laughs> I really these days only interact with the people at Kingdom. And I don't hate it. I really don't hate it at all. I like them. I Listen, I love it there. I... I'm just constantly torn between like, I got to get out and live somewhere new. And I love my family and I love Chloe so much. And they're not going to be there if I move somewhere. But it's boring here in New Jersey. I'm not going to lie. Quarter life crises are a real thing. It was like, I've always heard people talk about it, midlife crisis, crises as a joke. And now I'm like approaching 25 and I'm like, oh no, I'm actually having like, like a, like a crisis with what to do with my life and where to be and where do I belong? And like, now's the time to make a change if I want to make a change, but I don't know what to do. And it's just, it's very uh, overwhelming 
But we're not going to dwell on that because this is a happy podcast. Except for last week. Last week was not a happy podcast. But that's not the point. Anyway, I meant to bring this up last week, but I just got too lost in the sauce of my deepness. Do you guys, first of all, do you watch movies or TV on the plane? I don't. And I really should because there's so many movies that I haven't seen and they tend to put like the good ones out on the plane, like things that just came out of theaters that chances are I didn't go see in the theaters because I'm too lazy to go to the movie theaters and I have too short of an attention span, which we've been over. But I don't because my main goal on planes is to sleep. And if I'm not, and if I'm flying on like work time, then I'm working or I'll like knock a book out. So I just don't end up really watching movies on the plane. Okay. Judge me. I don't care. I have a bad habit though of like going about my little business on the plane and then noticing what other people are watching, which is frustrating because I obviously can't hear it. And it kind of makes me want to be like, Ooh, I wonder what that is. Like, And then I'm like, well, I don't even know. Like, what movie could it be? I'm not going to put the same one on because then they're going to know that I'm looking at them. Anyway, the person next to me on my flight home from LA was watching what seemed like the wackiest shit. I could, I put my, I was reading my book and I put my book down to like, I don't know, do something. And I looked over and I just, I caught a glimpse and that's all I needed. I was like, what the hell is going on it looked almost like white lotus like where they were on like a they were in like a foreign resort or something I don't know I was like is that the white lotus and then I was like no the white lotus is like only on Netflix or what is it HBO yeah HBO Max there's no no there's no way I go about my business I keep reading put my book down again and I look up and it's just weird shit is happening on the screen like weird shit is happening they're deserted somewhere and I all I see is like somebody appears to die I don't know because there's no subtitles and I can't hear it and then they cut the person like they like cut a little slash into her I think stomach and it heals right away I'm like what the freak is this person watching like what is this so now I'm in now I'm locked in. I have my headphones. I put my headphones in. So I'm like listening to music. And out of the corner of my eye, I'm just watching this entire movie now trying to figure out what the fuck the movie is and what the fuck is going on. Which is like, in hindsight, I really could have just asked, but this was a game to me now and I was committed. So she finally paused it and I saw the title was old. Directed by, um, what is it? M. Night shallow mayhem I can't say his last name so I text my friend Steven because he's a huge movie buff and I'm like have you ever seen old and his immediate response was dear god no and I was like oh why you say that he was like it just looked so freaking bad like I couldn't watch it but I did look up the ending just wait you're not ready for it I'm like oh gosh there's only like a half hour left in this flight I hope I see it now so I read up like I was like I can't find anything the only thing that I could find was the same basic I IMDB 
paragraph that was something along the lines of like, a family is getting a divorce, so they take their children on an island where they quickly find out that the island is making them age faster than normal. That's it. I'm like, well, that doesn't give me anything. Who's who? Who's related? Who are all these people? I need more. Steven sends me this whole, I, I think he got it from Wikipedia, but he copied and pasted and sent me this whole, like, basically like a play-by-play of the movie. It was kind of wild. I'm not going to lie, but very poorly played out. If you want to watch the movie, then fast, like, fast forward this episode a few minutes um, so I don't spoil this for you. But basically, the whole premise is, yeah, there's a family and they take their kids to an island because they're getting a divorce and they want to like let them off easy. And the resort is is actually run by like a medical company who's slipping test drugs into their um, drinks but then something else that makes them age really fast so they can see the long-term progress of the drug in just a day's worth of time. And people go rancid. Everyone has an underlying medical condition. Somebody stabs the other one. Somebody dies from exploding. Somebody jumps off a cliff, blah, 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 blah. The ending was so fucking bad. I can't even... The whole the movie in itself did not look good. I wasn't listening to the audio, but I watched a big chunk of it and it did not look good. It looked very cheesy and poor. The ending was god awful. Do you want to know what the solution was? Everyone dies except for the two kids. And now they're like middle-aged adults. They remember some sort of tip somebody gave them and they find an underwater tunnel that brings them back to the island and they escape they filmed them underwater swimming towards this tunnel the girl's cardigan gets caught in a reef and then it's all like oh no we can't get her unstuck from the reef like we're gonna die or run out of air first of all it is not realistic that these kids can hold their breath through the entire tunnel to get back to the island there's no fucking way there's just there's just no fucking way too. Why didn't she take the cardigan off? Like the bottom of the cardigan was stuck in a reef. And that's what the whole like, oh no, was about. Take it off. Take it off your arms. Three, these kids were like, like young, like elementary school. And the whole thing was like they aged physically in a day. How did they age knowledge wise? How did they know anything? How did they know things? I wasn't buying into it. I didn't like it. And I just got really frustrated. And then I was like, God damn it. Why am I so into this? This is not even a movie I put on for myself. I didn't hear one bit of audio, but I watched it. And it's not good. I wouldn't, I really wouldn't watch it. That got me so worked up on the plane. I was texting my, I was texting Steven. I'm like, this is pissing me off. Like this movie was so bad and I'm like going off and he's just like, I'm so sorry that you, you had to see that. I'm like, you know what? Me too. I don't even think the girl liked it. She like fell asleep and she was watching it. So if that was on your movie list, just take it off. It's, you don't need to, there's nothing worse than dedicating your time to a book or a movie and the ending is just crap. 
It's like the silent patient. Don't read it. My therapist told me she was never going to read it because we talk about books a lot. And then she's reading it. She told me last week that she's reading it. And I was like, dude, the ending's not good. And you didn't even want to read this book. So I don't know. We'll see what she says after that. But you guys, you could tell the caffeine's kicking, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, the what else do I want to talk about in this little intro? Oh, the trailer for Vanderpump Rules came out this week. And it looks pretty spicy. The thing about trailers, though, is you never know what is actually like what the context is to every clip until you watch it. And I'm excited to see it play out. First of all, I miss James Kennedy on the screen. He cracks me up like just the things that he says cracks me up. I want to see more time for Ariana because she's just a badass bitch who's very expiring. We saw a hint of Jax Taylor. That's a little spooky. Schwartz and Katie. There's a girl that's in love with both of them, but Katie has never shown any signs of being into women just shorts so I don't really know where that's going like they showed like a little kiss but I'm like that could have been a dare like who knows and then Lala at the end is screaming I've never seen a person get cheated on and then become bi and you would assume that that's towards Ariana but Ariana's announced that beforehand so I really want to know what like I'm really curious as to what that was referring to and it seems like Sheena and Schwartz might have had a little smoochy smooch. Schwartz, the the makeout whore, a while ago in Vegas, which I hate when he says Vegas. It ooh, huh, can't do that, Schwartz. Come on, I don't know. There's a. It's definitely going to be a good season, and I'm very excited for it. I would love to see more OGs. Like I want to see Kristen pop back in. I love when she stirs the pot. I miss Jax Taylor being horrible on TV. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Um, I'm fully in on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Fully in. And I got to say, I feel so goddamn bad for Monica because the I don't think the other girls in the group really understand her dynamic. But I get I I I just feel so bad for her growing up with a mom who just is so awful and manipulative to her. But it's your mom and you don't want to not love her. It's just. Oh, gosh, my heart breaks for her. Seeing her in last week's episode just hyperventilating over what her mom was doing for her or to her, I, oof, my heart breaks for that girl. And I hope that she figures it out. And I don't think she should forgive her mom. I don't think that you need to forgive your family just because they're blood when it comes to a certain extent, you know? Like, there's some things where it's like, you know, me and my brother get into a fight. We're going to apologize, okay? Like, it's not life-changing, but her mom has emotionally abused her for basically 40 years. I don't think Monica owes her anything. I don't, I don't, I really don't. And I know she thinks so because it's her mom. But I just, you got to do what's healthiest for you in the long run, you know? Um, but that's, that's really it. I haven't gotten around to watching the, extended version of the Eras tour yet because that's going to be my nighttime it's gonna be my saturday night event that's what's going to be going down so i'm excited about that and i'll recap that next week um and other than that i can't stop listening to the jonas brothers and i might 
like need to just stop listening to music to punish myself. That's all I have to say. Anyway, we have a very educational podcast episode. I feel like it's been a while since I've sat down and schooled y'all on on some some gym tips. So buckle on in. And without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. 2024 is quickly approaching and you've probably told yourself for the past few years, this is going to be the year that I change. This is the year that I stick with my resolutions. And then here you are again, saying the same old song and dance. I provide online personal training services that come with custom macro plans, custom meal suggestions that fit your macros, educational resources, 24-7 communication. And unlike a lot of personal trainers, I don't just give you a generic plan. Each plan is custom to the resources that you have available and what your body is capable of. You will take an intake assessment, a little bit about you so I can properly give you the right plan and everything is completely personalized and you can be added to the group to connect with other girls that have similar goals and similar stories to you. You deserve to put yourself first this year. When you put yourself first and you start to love yourself, everything else falls into place. I'm offering a special discount for podcast listeners. You will get 30% off of your first three months if you fill out the intake form and type in the word podcast at the end of it. You have to go to liftswithlizcoaching.com. I know it's kind of long, but that's liftswithlizcoaching.com. Fill out the intake form and write podcast at the bottom and you'll get 30% off your first three months. All right, let's get into some weekly highlights for the week. Um, my health and fitness related highlight was also my health and fitness low light of the week. I'm not gonna lie. On Friday, I was planning to hit legs with some of my friends at the gym, my friend Pete, my friend Marissa, but Marissa was stuck in AC, and by stuck, I mean she fell into the blackjack table, and we all know how that goes, and I was like, you know what? We're not going to wait for her. We're just going to keep, we're just going to go, so me and Pete, we grabbed this, this, another kid, so it's two guys and me hit legs and god damn it they really made sure that I didn't sell myself short (laughs) which is great that's what I need in a training partner and it did make me realize like how much I'm holding myself back but god it hurt so bad I'm gonna talk about this a little bit more when we get into the next part of the episode so I don't want to go too far in depth with this but I have been really focusing on the tempo of my reps And not so, and I think for that reason, I've been slacking on the weight. Like I normally use the hack squat machine and I've got like a plate and a half on there and I'm going for like 10 and I'm controlling the tempo and all that stuff. I did four plates on each side this week. Granted, I had Pete there with me, so he was helping me a little bit. It was more of just like, like sometimes when you really get to the bottom of that rep, you just need a tiny, tiny little push. But I was doing basically double of the weight that I was doing before. And I just, I never even contemplated that I would be capable of that. It hurt like freaking hell. 
I I was screaming like I'm so glad that John's kids like left because I think I would have scared them with how loudly I was yelling it was a pain like no other once I hit like I had like 13 or 14 reps and there were like three more I was like fuck no and I locked that shit back in I really really did not think I had another one in me but looking back at the video if I was my client I would have said you had more in you but I just screamed into the microphone. Regardless, it was a really, really good leg day. They made sure that they pushed me on everything. I was like, oh, three plates. And they're like, no, no, four. And then I did it. Hamstring curl. I normally do 90. I didn't even realize that I was talking to Pete while I was doing it. And he was like, why are you able to speak right now? You're not going heavy enough. So he pushed me up to 110 and he helped me through like the last rep. But God, that was a pain that went down my entire hamstring and up to the tippy top of my glute. That was good. The last rep too, or the last set, I did like a lightweight set. And then he tried to pull up. It was the seated hamstring curl while I pushed down fighting his physical resistance. And that was so challenging. So challenging. It sucked and I thought that I was going to puke and my legs are still tingling now a day later and I can't feel my calves, but it was also so rewarding and just like seeing how much that I've been selling myself short compared to like the weight that I was pushing yesterday was freaking awesome. I highly recommend, you know, I'm not the type of person who wants to train with somebody all the time. Sometimes I don't have time for it. Like that was a two hour leg day, but it's good every once in a while to train with somebody who you know is serious just to check in with where you are and what you're doing because now that I know I can do four plates uh, the next time hack squats in my workout I'm gonna ask somebody can you spot me and I'm gonna go for the four plates because I know I can do it you know what I mean so that's my health and fitness related highlight my non-health and fitness related highlight is hmm let's see here I think my non-health and fitness related highlight has to be the fact that there was an illness in my office this week and I got to go home <laughs> on Wednesday, which sounds so bad. I feel so bad. Tamara got very ill this week with a stomach bug that I don't want any part of. And when she told me, I was like, oh no, like I'll miss you at work today. I'm so sad. And then within the span of a half hour, she was like, this person has it, this person has it, this person has it, this person has it. So I texted my boss and I was like, dude, there was something disgusting going around this office. My boss was like, pack your things and go home and don't come back tomorrow. And just getting that extra hour of sleep in the morning, that's my highlight. That's my, that's my non-health and fitness related highlight. That extra sleep matters. It does. And I'm thankful for that. However, I do hope that everybody who was ill this week is feeling better and is well. Because that sounded like something that I didn't want, not want. Any part of. No part of at all. No. To make sure that I am feeling my best and supplementing my workouts the best that I can, I use the best supplements around. And that is 1UP Nutrition. I've been using them for years. I've put so many of my friends on them, especially the whey protein. I'm not joking. I've never had a silkier, smoother whey protein in my life. 
right now during the holiday season, Snickerdoodle is one of my go-tos. I know my old roommate from college freaking loves the Snickerdoodle. I put multiple people on the, the coconut ice cream flavor. It's delicious. I get my creatine from there, my pre-workout from there, my greens from there, my collagen peptides from there, my protein from there. They've got high protein snacks. The list goes on and on and they are guilt-free and truly taste amazing and make me feel fantastic. If you don't want a pre-workout that gives you the itchies, I would go with 1UP. You can use my code LIZ20 for a discount at 1upnutrition.com. That's 1UP with the number one. So the number one upnutrition.com code LIZ20 for 20% off. All right, so today we're going to talk about the ways that bodybuilding and powerlifting look different training-wise. I think that a lot of people mix up how you should train and kind of just go into the gym doing whatever or copying what they see somebody doing online without really realizing like what you're doing and how it's affecting you. I get a lot of questions from my friends, you know, how can I rep or, or how can I push this ma- amount on the bench or squat this amount, but I don't look like cut up. And I'm like, well, training for strength is completely different than training for bodybuilding. And that's, that's the true answer. So for a while, I'll talk about my own experience. For a long time, I started out my lifts with a compound movement and then I would go into um, like accessory movements or more unilateral movements and stuff. And then I got to training with some of my friends who are like bodybuilders. I noticed that they weren't really doing those compound movements before. And I was like, why? And one of them said to me, you know, I used to deadlift, but then my back would start to hurt or I'd be really exhausted and I couldn't get through the rest of my workout. And that just didn't align with my goals. So it got me thinking, and I understand it a little bit better now, what she was trying to say in that moment. Compound movements are great. Compound movements are going to be your movements like your back squat, your deadlift, your bench press, like those heavy movements that target more than one part of the body, okay? I'll give you an example just in case you're new here. If I'm doing a tricep extension or a bicep curl, That is not a compound movement because it is isolating that one muscle. Triceps extension, triceps moving. Bicep curl, biceps moving. That's really it. Squat. When I squat, I'm I'm targeting my glutes, my hamstrings, my quads. When I'm bench pressing, you know, it's my pecs, but also my triceps. You get what I'm saying? So... I don't not do compound movements. I'm just focusing a little bit less now on the strength. I was like, it hit me. Why am I starting my workouts? If my goal in the gym is to sculpt my physique, I shouldn't be going in and doing sets of three to five heavy deadlifts because then I'm exhausted for the rest of the workout and those that training for strength isn't really doing anything for my physique. The deadlift movement is great and it's great for targeting multiple muscles, but I should be training in a way that that fits my goals. Okay, so here is what 
strength training versus bodybuilding training looks like and the the switch that I made to train for a more bodybuilding style. Okay. And that's just me. There's no right or wrong. Like you do not have to, sorry, just have to adjust there. You do not have to train for bodybuilding because I do. You do not have to train for strength just because you see somebody else doing it. It's whatever you want. And for me, like improving my physique is more important right now than improving my strength. And maybe that goal will change over time. And that's fine. Training for strength. You want to maximize your rest time between sets and you want to do sets of little reps because you don't want to burn out your body. So that's why you see powerlifters in the gym and they take forever, which don't even get me started on. Like, please go to a powerlifting gym. Okay. Okay. Anyway, powerlifters will take a few minutes in between sets to make sure that they're fully recovered for their next set so they can perform with their maximal, maximum amount of strength. Let me see what I've written in my notes here. Yeah. So they're also not really focused on the tempo. The goal is to move that weight and finish the rep. So for a bench press, you know, if it means like it bounces off your chest a little bit and you shoot it back up, fine. You got it up. That's your goal. You're pushing that weight bodybuilding, you're going to increase the reps. And it's not so much about how much weight you can push. It's the time under tension that matters. So what the hell is time under tension? And why do I keep talking about it on Instagram? What does it mean? Resistance training of any form, training with weights, training with resistance bands, your muscles go through flex, flexion and extension. So when I'm doing a bicep curl, my muscle, my bicep is in full extension when my arm is straight, when I'm at the bottom of the curl. I've come up and move from extension into flexion. And when the dumbbells curled up, that's when my bicep is fully flexed. Because if you think about it, that's the shape where if I were to flex my arm, that's the shape. And then it comes back out. You want to keep that muscle under tension for a decent amount of time so the muscle fibers can react to the weight. And and that's how they grow. That's why sometimes we see powerlifters that don't necessarily look muscular because they're not training to build their muscles. They're training to make their muscles stronger. If you want the muscle fibers to grow, then you need to let the muscle fibers experience a challenge. And if you're rushing through that weight, it's not enough time for the muscle fibers to go, oh, this is hard. This is new. Let's adapt to this. You get what I'm saying? That's why I tell my friends, I tell my clients, don't rush through those reps or I'll make you do more. I remember a few months ago, I was training my brother and he was flying through his tricep extensions. And I was like, buddy, it's great that you're getting a full range of motion, But if you want your triceps to grow, which I'm assuming you do, you need to flex at the end and you need to let it sit there. You need to go slow and increase that time under tension because you're not building muscle that way. And it's hard. And that goes back to like the hack squat thing. I think part of the reason why I I avoided thinking about like a heavier weight was like, oh, I'm going to have to rush through this. 
with the spot, Pete was kind of there to make sure that I was slow and controlled through it because it's not my intention right now to tack on more weight and fly through it. I probably could have went up and wait for a few sets, but they would have been, or a few reps, but it would have been sloppy. And that's just not my goal right now. Training for bodybuilding, you know, it's, my goal isn't to see how much I can push. It's how much can I push in a controlled manner? So a few months ago, I would have been like, hell yeah, let's tack it on. Let's see what my max is. But that doesn't matter to me right now. However, if you were training for bodybuilding, you would have stopped yourself once you hit like five or six reps and been like, okay, this is too, like we, we need to go up. And then you would have taken a break and you would have upped the weight because they're different goals. You understand what I'm saying? So uh, bodybuilding is more focused on, it, it has more focus on the individual muscles, whereas strength training is the strength of your muscle. That's why you see a lot of bodybuilders, they take l- limited rest times because keeps your heart rate up. Whereas the, the, I'm sorry, the power lifters will take long rest time because their focus is strength. They don't care about their heart rate. You'll see bodybuilders do a lot of unilateral exercises to really make sure they're targeting each muscle. You know, like let's do a single leg press because I really want to focus on that right quad. And then I really want to focus on that left quad. I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago, but I noticed when I was using in Austin, one of the leg extensions that had two separate pads that you can swing up. I was like, ooh, these are not going up evenly. My right's going up way faster than my left. When I'm doing my leg extension back home, I bet my right quad is really uh, compensating for the left. Doing those unilateral exercises will help you focus on each one. So if you have a muscle imbalance, which I often see with my clients, it's totally normal thing. It's, you know, our right and our left sides aren't going to be equal. We're not, I don't know about you, but I'm not ambidextrous. Like I'm not a righty and a lefty. It's just human nature. The first thing that I suggest is let's focus on some unilateral exercises because it's important to maintain that stronger side. But if it's helping compensate for the weaker side, then the weaker side's not going to grow and we're not going to even it out. That makes sense? I'm asking you guys like you're, you're going to answer. There's, I'm talking to myself right now. Okay. Um, so that kind of sums up the difference between bodybuilding and strength. That's really the main focus. And if, you're, if you don't know what to focus on or you're not really sure what your goals are, then it's okay to have a mix of both. You know, just... If you're frustrated because you're not seeing results, this is just another thing to take into consideration. Like, am I training the way that I want to be training? Are you training with too high of reps and that's why you're not hitting the max that you want? Are you training, are you push, focusing too much on strength and that's why you're not seeing the physical results that you want? These are questions to ask yourself. And while I'm at it, I wanted to answer one question that I got from my friend uh, when I went on TikTok Live. My friend asked me, hey, why do I not feel any, any pull or stress in my lats when I'm doing the lat pull down? And I said, well, that's a fantastic question because I went a, a good majority of my lifting career not really feeling it as I'm supposed to in my lats. Sometimes we just move through these exercises mindly or mindlessly without focusing on what we should be feeling. So my lat pull downs, I was just doing the movement. My form was right. 
You know, my form looked great. But I wasn't squeezing the muscle and keeping the muscle tight. So for the lat pull down specifically, when you have your hands up at the top, you're going to want to squeeze your back. Just kind of tuck your elbows a little bit, squeeze your back so you feel tension in it. If you're looking on YouTube, you can see this is not squeezed and this is squeezed. My elbows go in a little bit. You want to keep that squeeze in your back the entire way and you will feel it more in your lats because you're engaging them. You know, it's, it's that key word engaging. That's why they say squeeze your glutes throughout like a hip thrust. You know, you're engaging your glutes. So if you're not feeling your exercises, make sure that you're actually engaging the muscle. And if you don't know what that looks like, either reach out to me or look it up on YouTube. Somebody can describe it. Maybe ask somebody in your gym because it's easy when they point it out to you. And then you feel it. Once you feel it for the first time, you're like, oh, I haven't been doing that. No. So that's the same thing with the lats goes for rows and all that kind of stuff. Rear delt exercises. I didn't realize that I wasn't really locking in my lat before I rode. And I mean, it worked. Like I was feeling some growth. I just didn't really get sore in my back often because I really wasn't engaging that lat. It was going through the movement, but I wasn't maximizing the engagement. Okay. So that's my little educational piece for the day. A little difference on bodybuilding versus strength training. I'm just going to give a little shout out. If your focus is either one and you're lost and you're confused, reach out to me and we can train together. I do offer online training to anyone, anywhere. And I do in-person training at Kingdom in Jersey. So if you're struggling, you just need someone to show you the ropes, show you how to build a program, reach out. We can work something out and I'm happy to do any of my explaining. All right, guys. Well, that pretty much wraps up this week's episode of Confessions of a Gym Rat. I know that I'm supposed to have an interview this week, but unfortunately, things just did not pan out in the right way. Hopefully, I have one for you next week, but things are a little bit hectic with the holidays, so I do apologize. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, Lifts with Liz. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Confessions of a Gym Rat. Please give a rating and a review if you can on Apple Music or Spotify. It would help me so, so, so much, and I would appreciate it so, 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 so much. And make sure you follow me on Instagram and TikTok at List with Liz. I love y'all. Get moving. It's a stressful time, finals, holidays, all that kind of stuff. Take it out at the gym. Have a beautiful week, and I'll talk to you guys next week. 